this week, three sides of the coin. We got no guests. We got no topic. We just read comments and posts and we comment on all that stuff. So basically it's all kiss talk. Almost. It's all kiss talk. Yeah. You, you guys are the, the, the topic of discussion this week. So it's a good round table kiss discussion. This is three sides of the coin talking all things kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to three sides of the coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. You got three of us here. No lovely Lisa this week. Haven't heard from her. I hope she's doing well. Um, you know, I want to say something. I just spoke to her today, and I did not know this until now. I want to say a heartfelt condolence goes out to her um, husband, Brian, from all of us here. Uh, her mom, His mom passed away a couple I, of I, 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 I saw that when he had posted, actually, I think she posted it. I just didn't want to say anything here unless she had come wanted to, but that's, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I think it's important that people know, you know, and, and Brian is, you know, we are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as you know, everybody knows, I just went through the same thing. So right. yes, heartfelt condolences to Brian and Lisa for what you're going through. It's, it's not easy. No. Um, all right. So, you know, I'm going to just do a quick little event, but I'm getting a little fucking sick and tired of guests who confirm shows months in advance. And then I always send them an email a couple days out going, are you going to, conf- are you confirming? Are you confirmed? You're going to be on the show. And then you never hear from them. Right. It's, it's just like, okay, fuck you. Literally, fuck you. And I can't tell you how many guests that happens with. And it's, I don't know, the least enjoyable thing about this show is booking and managing these fucking guests. Yeah. Because some of them can't handle email. Some of them don't understand Zoom. Some of them are in weird time zones. Some of them are working with assistants and managers. It's just like, Dude, when you book a show, there's this little thing on your phones and computers called a calendar. Put it in your calendar. It sends you a reminder. It says, hey, by the way, you're supposed to be calling into three sides of the coin tomorrow. I mean, it's just not hard to do. I agree. I mean, if Mark was more interesting, I'd say fuck the guests and Mark could just be our guest every week. Right. But he's not, so we have to. We but but have he's to. not, and we know damn well that that many of our listeners don't want to hear Mark every week. So that's just my two cents of venting because another guest didn't didn't confirm for today. So you know the show goes on. We've done this many times in the past. We fly by the seat of our pants. So we're here. Uh Tommy, any. Well, let's do some comments real quick, and then we're going to chat a little bit about you uh, going to a bunch of shows over the last few days. 
Well, I didn't pull up YouTube because you were going to, so I didn't pull up for comments for today. So let me, let me, I'll, I'll just read a bunch of comments here. We can comment on them and then you can read some from the Facebook group. Um, from, this is on the new show. We get the inside details on the Kiss Destroyer 45th anniversary box set that just aired today. Death of a Mailman writes, three sides of the infomercial. Shouldn't there be an 800 number at the bottom of the screen so we can order now? Um, no, because there is no 800 number to call and order this. You must go to kissonline.com. Click on Gene's God piece. <laughs> um, Michael Katselos, great, great episode. Yes, ordered the box at the second the link worked. Being from Australia, it cost almost double the U.S. price, but I didn't care. Sold. Creatures box set, definitely. Unreleased tracks. Retro pins, retro creatures, era, so on, patches, press kit, live shows, CD, DVD, guitar picks, and a replica tour book. I do think that would be a must for a creature's box set as a replica of that tour book. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. Metal Jesus Rocks. Couldn't click on this video fast enough. Nothing. This is the type of special release we have been begging Kiss to do for years now. They have many more classic albums to give the same treatments to if this is successful. I don't have any insight, but I got to imagine this is successful. Yeah. I mean, I don't know many fans, if any, that have said I'm not buying it. Everybody's loving it. Um, Mason Mixon. The Elder box set should include a replica door knocker. <laughs> sure. uh, let's see. James Connors. My first comment here ever will be to Mike. Sorry for your loss. Prayers to you and yours. Thank you very much, James. This Ace Fraley Kool-Aid drinker has been listening since late 2015. Really enjoy what you guys do each week. Came across you guys searching for KISS videos and haven't looked back. Would love to see more from anyone still with the KISS early days, if possible. Keep up the good work, Mike, Mark, Tommy, and the weather girl, Lisa. Rock on from Connecticut. Thank you know, you. the challenge is there's not a lot of people left from the KISS early days. Right. And going back to the rant about a guest, we did track down somebody from the very, very, very early days of KISS who wanted to come on and was back and forth for weeks and weeks and weeks and then just disappeared. So, but yes, we'd love it too. We've got, um, you know, I don't know, I can pre-hype some upcoming guests but they'll probably just back out but we've got somebody who was on the road with iron maiden coming up again in another week or so we've got somebody who was in one of the bands that gene signed to simmons records back in the 80s that's super excited to come on um so we're always looking for interesting people who have a little bit of insight you know speaking of uh kiss touring michael remember next tuesday Tommy and I will not be available. Oh, well, then maybe I want to reschedule this one because you might like this guy because he comes because from the Iron a, Maiden camp. That's our that's our uh, 
that's our travel day. My plane lands, I think, right around four. Okay. All right. All right. Good to know. So we'll you will reschedule that guy in advance. I mean, if you um, want to do the next. Oh, I guess we should talk about this offline. No, that's okay. <laughs> this is this is what we are. You don't. It just anything. dawned on me when you were talking. I'm like, fuck. We're we're going to be coming back. Uh, back home but i mean by the time you guys see this um which will be next tuesday tommy and i will be flying home that day so we're uh, arm in arm yeah we're, we are we're certainly <laughs> looking forward to uh a big weekend of rock and roll coming up we got a couple kiss shows now scooper show and uh we're looking forward to that hey while i got everybody's attention because when this this will air what next week is the 12th um those of you in Detroit, that Friday, the 15th, is the KISS show. And then, um, I know I talk about it on the show every now and then. Uh, friends and I get together. We do our, our KISS jam. And uh, we got a gig on the 16th, Saturday, the day after the KISS show, um, at the Diesel in, uh, out on uh, Diesel. Anyways, it's called the Diesel Concert Theater. Um, doing a tribute night. They're... Um, but we're going on early, going on like eight. So if anybody's out in that area, you want to come out and say hi. And uh, is that so you can get home and have dinner? <laughs> I tell you what, you know what? We were joking about that. And I'm like, I cannot ever remember going on at a club at eight o'clock ever, ever. And I'm like, you know what? Going on at eight. That's great, man. I can, uh, and be home. I can be in bed on time. <laughs> I know. I know. When, when, when I was working with all the young signed bands in Chicago, it's like, Eight o'clock is like when you were loading in and doing sound check. Exactly. <laughs> you weren't going, your show didn't, first of all, there was probably four bands in front of you. So you didn't go on until like midnight. Yeah. And it's like, that's when you had all those infamous 3 a.m. stops at Denny's and places like that, because that was the only place that was open that you could get any food. I was no just, I was all just those are closed. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because I was just telling my kids, my, my wife and I were talking about that with my kids the other day, um, because when I was really, you know, literally playing three nights a week and, you know, back in the day, you know, you're absolutely right. Going to Denny's at like three in the morning was normal. That was normal. You'd meet everybody there. It was like everybody from the club is at Denny's. Well, did I did I tell you guys that's how I met Liz? I met Liz at like one in the morning at a Denny's. Really, we just thought you started making out with her in the front row at some concert. Because <laughs> <laughs> that your that's your style. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. So so it was funny, but we're we're just talking. About, and then you know, last week I went and saw uh, Alice and Ace, and w- when we left Pine Knob, we we tried to hit like a half a dozen mcdonald's and they're all fucking closed yeah and it's funny because that was like always like what we did after concerts keep in mind you know everybody as everybody knows it's been you know 18 months really since you know the concerts were regular and i'm like holy shit we're like okay well let's hit this restaurant no close let's hit this one no close close oh what a drag man so but but i i will agree with you at this point and again that's you know because we're a bunch of old farts now but it sure is nice going to see a band play at eight. They're done by nine thirty ish. You're out of there by ten. You're home in your jammies by ten thirty. Yeah, well, like, the, we're going suck. on. At, 
<laughs> yeah, we're going on at eight. And then the, the headline act, if you want, is a Black Sabbath tribute after us. And I think a Motorhead tribute's closing the night. All I know is I'm going to be one tired SOB because Tommy and I are flying home on the 12th. 13th band practice, 14th going to the Wings home opener, 15th kiss, 16th show I'm playing. So by Sunday, I'm just going to be fucking exhausted. Plus, I got to, you know, again, I got to make up for it. It's going to be crazy. But you know what, though? You know, Tommy and I were talking about that. That's one of the reasons we're going on the road and doing this shit, because this is really it, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, here, let me, this leads into another, um, interesting comment that i can share um here carlos writes um absolutely agree with michael you never know when it's going to be the end because this was last week i think mark when you and i were talking about um richie from um judas priest um which by the way i haven't seen confirmation but the rumors are and is this not just the most metal thing? He had a heart attack mid-show and played through the end of the show. I did hear that, but you know, that that is not unique unto him. Uh, there's very famous footage of Buddy Rich doing the same thing. He was having a heart attack and he just kept fucking playing. I'm just Crazy. like, how fucking metal is that it doesn't get any more metal than having a heart attack middle of the show and just keep playing all the way through the end of the show and then the next day you're in 10 hours of heart surgery wow. you know that story though too has kind of gone radio sound there's not much no one's talking much about i know yeah uh, you know which, which is kind of worrying me you know i i was just going to say that it, it it makes you worry a little bit but at the same time maybe people are actually respecting privacy yeah. if that's actually possible these days but here we are talking about it um but anyway so this carlos goes on to say i'm going to go see alice cooper and ace next monday in tampa it was not it's not my plan since i'm traveling i'm from venezuela and there are no concerts now there due to the political and critical situation i got the chance to come here we just saw guns and roses first time since the reunion took place and now I'm going to go see Alice and Ace and then Vince Neil. First time I see live the last three. Yeah. You just don't know when, the, when there's no more tours for whatever band, whether it's Kiss or Priest or whoever, you know, we keep saying this, but it's not long that most of these bands that we love are not going to be touring anymore. Right. It's true. That's why you have to take the opportunity when you can to go. Support you know, them, and support also too, them, support them. Before I, I have to listen to some people, not many, but some people complain, well, you know, you, you can do all this and blah, 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 blah. And I don't have the money and on and on and on. My flight to Dallas was $59. Wow. My flight to West Palm Beach is 62. And my flight home from Tampa was like 110 or 98. So, you, you know, come on, skip some coffees, skip some lunches out, and you can pay for a plane ticket in a month. Uh, so I just don't buy that it's too expensive. Yep. You know. Um, here's a good comment on our interview with Alan and the Kiss on Tour book, which, by the way, is sold out. If you missed it, you missed it. Congrats to Alan selling out another book. That's awesome. Um, 
Uh, I so this comes from politic polit politophagosi. I don't know how you pronounce that. I promise this is true. I was halfway through this episode and the postman came with my two copies of the book. Awesome. Um, yeah, it'll probably be a good five years before that other book is sold out. I don't know what you're talking about. There's, there is no other book. <laughs> um, B40, B40 on that same episode writes, take my money. I can't wait to read this book. Yeah. Listen, when KISS or authors release great products, can't give them money fast enough. Right. That's what it comes down to. Good products, get bought. Vote with your wallet, people. We always say that. Um, <laughs> Mark, you and I have sort of chatted offline about this. On that same episode, um, Puro Dude 93 what will be released first? Kiss 2020 goodbye or magic? Boy, I tell you what, <laughs> I've actually uh, I've actually written a couple emails uh, deep inside the Kiss camp, and I haven't heard anything back. Ding. What's that? Ding. I'm just saying. I, I tell you what, I'm I'm kind of cheesed. That's it's not right, man. I'm I didn't know it was out. Well, not only is it not out, um. In my letter to uh, the higher ups over there, I, I literally took quotes from the emails that had since ceased. I you know since ceased getting, meaning they've gone radio silent. It seems. I was like, hey, with the footage. I, I I don't know what it is, but here's but it's funny you said that, Tommy, because in an email, and I'm again I'm going off the top of my head. I think it was March. They're like, hey, guys, you know, keep in mind that thing came out was or the thing was recorded New Year's Eve. They're like, OK, it's been a couple months. We're in the final processes of this and we're going to keep you, um, you know, updated with clips and pictures and backstage stuff and, you know, all the craziness that went on. But we hope to have it done by the end of summer. So they were, you know, honest there. Hope to have it done by the end of summer. Now, keep in mind, originally it wasn't supposed to be the end of, excuse me, beginning of summer. Sorry, beginning, they said beginning of summer. And we're going to, and we're going to keep you guys updated with, you know, pictures. And I, and I wrote in my letter, I'm like, you know how many pictures and videos and backstage stuff they've, they've sent us? None. Zero. Maybe they hired Ross as their production manager. I'm guessing that. So anyways, I'm like, all right, so now, because I sent another one I, at the end of summer, I'm like, okay, well, now it's the end of summer. In March, you said it was supposed to be the beginning of summer. Nothing. And then they sent something in July that said, all right, look, <laughs> the video's not done yet. We're just waiting on the official okie-dokie from the band and blah, 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 and management. But lucky you guys. The hats and the shirts and the merch and everything, that's in. And we're going to start shipping that. Uh, it's October 5th. Christmas time. It'll be ready. It's almost done. It'll be ready by Christmas. I, I, I'm telling you, you know what? Um, 2023. <laughs> but this is KISS. This is the official KISS organization. It's yeah, not good. That is not, very a good, not a good sign. Them. Well, I look, you know, you guys always say, oh, you guys kiss their ass. What am I doing here? 
I'm not happy. That thing was supposed to be out at, you know, they said the beginning of summer. And then they said they had the merch ready in fucking July. It's now October. God dang it. Send this stuff out. Mark wants to wear his shirt. It's not, it's not even that. It's just, you know what? Don't fucking ask me to buy your product and then treat me like this. I'm sure you, Tommy, you remember it was the same thing with the Aussie. Oh, that was an ugly day. I was with you on that one. Because again, that was the same thing. I'm like, I, I'm like, I remember that being time to me leaving to go see you in Minneapolis. I'm like, cool. I'll have the download by the time I get on the plane. I'll have a you know an hour plane ride to listen to. I was all excited. Wah, wah. And then I take him to some really cool record stores in Minneapolis, and he finds <laughs> the, the the picture disc with the download at Meal City, and he's like, "Son of a bitch!" And then I bought it. Yeah. So I could get the fucking download card, those motherfuckers. And then you couldn't get it to download. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that sucked. In a I word. mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, you and every other fan who bought it has every right to be pissed and upset right now because they're not being transparent on this. Well, here's the funny thing, you know, since that. In, in the calendar year 2021, you know, I bought like one of those double platinum shirts and I bought like the Kiss Alive thing with the post. No, they got all that stuff right. You know what I mean? This is the first time that I've bought a Kiss product, you know, from officially from them where not only have they dropped the ball, they haven't even... You know, they're not even in the game. They're not. They're pretending nothing's happening. That's what I mean. That You know, the gate's locked and the lights are off. I'm like, hey, motherfuckers, I want my stuff. Or at least send me something going, tell you what, this is exactly, all I want is transparency. That's it. I want that in all things. You know, just tell me I'm a big boy. I can handle bad news. You know, I tell you what, if they said, you know what, crazy, this thing ain't coming out. Um, We've canceled it. Yeah, here's your refund. Okay, cool. But I mean, that's the frustrating part. You, you know what? They, again, I think the last correspondence was July. I'd have to go check, but you know, they were getting, you know, they were sending updates, but the updates were garbage. The updates were very, they were very non transparent. They just said, we're working on it. Sounds like someone else, right? Eh? Yep. Oh, <laughs> we're almost done. Yeah, yeah, it's about it. So. You'll, you're going to get, and those of you waiting to get the magic book will get an email soon saying, if it were not for my new position working on the production of the this 2020 <laughs> goodbye, I'd have the book. So here's your homework question for this week. What do you think is going to arrive first, Kiss 2020 goodbye or the magic book by Ross? Uh, <laughs> or New Year's Eve 2021. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking about that time. I'm like, this thing isn't going to, at, at the rate they're going, it's not even going to be out. What'll, I, I co- what'll what, come out first, Kiss 2020 Goodbye or the final show of Kiss? Well, I tell you what, this weekend I'm going to ask a few people too, Tommy, if you know what I mean. Yes, I, <laughs> yeah, and I would definitely can't wait to watch that conversation. <laughs> Throw them up against the wall. Oh, man. Um, Just, all right, here's one more comment. This is on Alan's episode. From Rome Loves Dan. Mark can never bring up the reality of the Creatures Tour often enough. Mike, you read that that comment before. 
Did I? Yeah. I think you read it last week. Okay. Well, it's still a good comment, though, because he's you right. Know, but, but you know, here's the deal, people. This isn't my job, so I'm not trained at this. Tommy's trained at reading comments. That's right. Someone's not doing their job again. Tom, Tommy, why don't you go read some comments off the Three Sides of the Coin Facebook group? That's what I'm ready to do, and that's do what we, we're going to do. So before you throw me under the bus, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> John Bedgood brought up a post um, saying on the 3rd of October, it's been almost 10 years since the last Kiss album. I don't necessarily expect a new album, but I sure would love if it happened. And going from that, the um, one of the comments below that, Mark Dano said, I know, right, if uh, name it Wicked Lester and put out 10 of the best demos that never made it uh, and record them, something uh, like something as, um, you know, a recent album, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but he would love to see even just old material like what Van Halen did where they just, they've already got the songs written. What do you guys think? Oh, I've brought that matter of fact, when we were talking to Ace, remember I brought that up and I, 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 it was one of the questions I asked. I'm like, there's so much good stuff that hasn't been released. You know, the same thing with Kiss. Although to be fair, um, some of the really cool stuff like uh, uh, Smoke is going to be released on the, on the, uh, the destroyer box so that'll be cool um you know one song and and for again i think most people watching the show will be familiar with it but i love that song mistake it's got that country feel to it mm -hmm. um but that's a great example um of what our uh you know the the guy who wrote the letter said you know take that song it's a really great song recorded in 2021 again there's enough of them to at least put out an ep i mean think about it a couple of years ago alice cooper did the uh um the crumbs thing the breadcrumbs thing that was all that was is like six seven songs just give us some freaking music man i mean look because we say it all the time yes kiss had all the trappings yes all that stuff that's you know let's face it that was a big part of why we became fans the reason we stayed fans was the freaking tunes. The tunes are great. That's why we love Kiss. I mean, when you boil it all down, we love the music. We want more. And that, like you said, Tommy, that's a no-brainer way to do it. And you're right. Van Halen knocked it out of the park when they did it. I love that freaking album. I, You know, obviously, I'm all for any new music. But I got to admit, the destroyer box set is kind of keeping me satisfied right now. That's pretty freaking exciting with everything that's going to be in yeah. there. And, and if, you know, if they do a box set, I don't know, once a year, that's going to be pretty exciting. Um, it's better than having nothing being released, but yeah, I think I would love to have new album, and if they can't write new material, go back and take old demos. I don't give a crap if it's a demo from the 70 that you finish off now. If anything, it'll give that song more of a kiss feel than what would be written from scratch today. Right. Well, and, and going back to what Mark just said about the songs, he's, he's right. Because I just got back from three shows and um, I was watching the... Um, sound checks and they did you know plaster caster they did shock me they did um i don't know several different songs but 
two of them really stood out for me, which was uh, Got to Choose and um, Hotter Than Hell. And it just took me right back to sitting there with my Alive album cover because the songs were played so well. And that is right. That's what it's all about is, is the songs over and above all the other stuff. And I heard so many people comment um, at these different events and, and at the shows talking to fans because I ran into a lot of our listeners that they would be happy even if they just did a tour without makeup and just played the songs, you know, which that tells you a lot about why people are there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What else? What else you got there? Well, to go a little further on that, Johnny Johns put a post up on the third saying, I wouldn't hurt my feelings if this was my last Kiss concert ever. I don't think there could ever, I, excuse me, I don't think there could ever be another Kiss concert that's as good as the one I was at last night. Me and my 10-year-old son have already seen this tour four times, but it was my 14-year-old daughter's first Kiss concert. The energy from the crowd and the band was the best I've seen this tour. And this was in Tulsa, which was one of the shows I was at. And it really was great. They are firing on all cylinders. They feel fantastic. The show has changed a little bit, but it's still every bit the spectacle that it has been uh, up until now as well. They changed a few things. Uh, they do Psycho Circus now, and then they go into the drum solo and come out of it with the end of 100,000 years. So that's a little bit different. And then there's different pyro cues and some things that have changed uh, within the songs themselves. But um, the stage is cool because they're, they're backlit really well. And I don't know, it's just, it's different, but it's the same. You know, um, I had a blast. I, I would agree. I mean, you know, I've only seen one show on this tour, but if that's the last show, it was phenomenal. You know, yeah. I, I, I would not be disappointed. But then again, it's Kiss, so anything's possible. I mean, they can always up up the ante one more time if they wanted to, I suppose. Right. right. It's true. You know, um, let's talk about Roth. Retiring at the end of January or whenever it's going to be, you know, not, not that it was something that I was contemplating, but in general, like we talked about earlier in the show, this is common for all of our bands. So it's not, it's not a shock. And honestly, it's not disappointing. Um, Cause he and anybody else that we grew up listening to deserves to retire when they're still able to maybe hopefully enjoy their retirement. Um, but, you know, he's, he's an absolute legend. I mean, it, it just goes without saying, I mean, he may not be the best singer in the world, but when it comes to being the best ringleader in rock and roll, nobody, and even our own Paul Stanley, doesn't approach David Lee Roth in his prime when it comes to the guy who commanded and was in charge of that stage. I mean, there's just something special about Dave. So, right. Well, I tell you what, that was very cryptic. There's, there's a lot in that five minute 
thing that he did that you, if you listen carefully, you kind of have to unpack it. it. Sounds to me like he's having some health issues. Yeah, I got that too. Um, you know, he purposefully was very, you know, cryptic, I think. Also, too, to do what he does best. What are we doing? We're talking about it. I mean, that's that's what Dave does. But I love the fact that uh, he wants to involve or is involving Alex. Alex. But I got to tell you, if you ever noticed, and again, I'm a, I'm a Van Halen junkie. And I want to say, even in even in Roth's book, I think he just called Michael Anthony the bass player. Uh, I don't know what's going on with him and Michael. Um, although he did mention Michael by name in his, you know, his little speech there about, you know, the last shows. But, you know, I, did, I don't know. Did you guys go to the Sammy Roth um, tour no. back in, was nope. it, 98? Nope. Never saw it. Oh, it's awesome. It's fucking awesome. But that was the weird part. Well, it wasn't weird, but Michael Anthony played with Sammy. Nowhere near Dave. And when he talked about, and although this is technically accurate, you know, he wasn't the he wasn't an original member of Van Halen. They had a different bass player at the very beginning before they, you know, before they got until and before they became Van Halen, if you know what I mean. But the brothers and 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 Dave were doing were doing that. But you know, I think there's some tension there. Um, which at this point, you know, this stage of the game, you guys are getting ready to retire. Have Michael be part of it. Jesus Christ. Yep. It just it's just dumb. And I still think I I would have loved to have seen a tour even a small tour with maybe Satriani sitting in for one or, you know what I mean? Somebody else sitting in maybe Warren Martini or, you know, all these guys is a George Lynch, all these guys, they could have had a, you know, whatever, a rotating cast of characters, you know, and, and trust me, all those guitar players I just mentioned, and I'm sure that you could literally sit here and name check more and, They'd, they'd love to do that. You know what I mean? What a what an honor it would have been. Zach Wilde, I think, would have loved to have done something like that. And, you know, just. Well, doesn't doesn't the fact that this is a, this is just a short run of dates in Vegas. That are his five, final, yeah, it? it's his final shows. Does that also make you believe that there is a reason, maybe medically, that he's not going out and doing a tour? Maybe if, that's if, why. If, I, if it's your final, if you are retiring and you're David Lee Roth, wouldn't you think there'd be enough demand for you to do three months, six months? Once that, once I heard his message, then I thought maybe he backed out of the Kiss tour, not the other way around. You know what I mean? Because in my, when I saw Dave wasn't back on and they had the painter, I just thought it was cost cutting because. Maybe people demanded refunds, blah, blah, blah. That's just, you know, that's just what went on in my head. I have zero information about that. But, but before you, I want to, I've got a point I want to make after you're done. No, go ahead. Well, with regards to Garibaldi, the one thing that never gets talked about, and I'm not defending one way or another, but I think it's a fair point to bring up is that 
regardless of whether Roth is there or not, that's between all of those guys. But with Garibaldi, a lot of that money, like for all of the KISS uh, things that are sold, the paintings he does, all that goes to charity. So that money is actually helping a lot of people around the country. And that's one of the reasons why I think they do that versus having another band. Some people can call it a cop out and say they just don't want to pay or whatever. And I'm not going to get into that. But I do know that's one of the things that is. It's one of the things that kind of brought this to light in the first place, places. It's another charitable type of thing. So. Sure. No one ever talks about it. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I just thought it's worth a mention. Well, it's not that I, I look, I think what he does, he does well. But and I just a I've seen it, been there, done that. You know what I mean? No, I mean if I if if I could have, have that a Roth, of course I want Roth. That's not my, my point. But just so the point of why he is there isn't lost. That's why. I, I get it, but I think most of you, most would want some music before kiss or see another band um you know even i would even like to see a legacy band look tommy wouldn't we love to see cheap trick would be incredible as an opener on on this one hour set bingo bango fantastic i mean have the people on their feet before kiss even came on no and and you know what you're you're right because let's be honest and nothing against Garibaldi. He's not putting butts in the seat, which years ago, that's what Gene cared about with his opening act. We need an opening act that can help put butts in the seat. That's not the case now. No, so then, 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 then have that. cheap trick, then yeah. have cheap trick open. Come on. Right. Yeah. The shows I saw were packed all three of them. Yeah, I look even, and I, I know I mentioned just been, and I know Tommy's just as big a fan as I am. Buck Cherry would have been great because a they have a new record to promote, which yes. is Tommy and I both rave. Guys, that album is so effing good; it's not oh, even funny. The new one, unbelievable. Five, four, three, two, one. Guy, I fucking love it. I can't get enough of it. It's great. But yeah. that's just the whole thing. That's also a case where they could get you know, a newer, if you want to use it in those terms, although they've been around 20 plus years, but a newer band, you know, or a band that has a new record out, you know what I mean? Again, I I think, I think the painter does a great job. He's super talented and it is cool to see. I I like it, but you know, you're not going to be a a David Lee Roth or. But but wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be a cool thing if Kiss was, you know, how Gene and Paul are always spouting off about all of the opener act opening acts they've had over their career. Now, let's be honest, they're not going to get Bon Jovi or ACDC to come back and open for them. But there's plenty of bands, the cheap tricks of the world, that they could go back and go, well, these guys opened for us 45 years ago, and they're here for one week. You know, I think that would be kind of a cool way to look back at history again. It's like, who are some of those classic bands that nowadays can't draw for crap? But as I said, Kiss isn't interested in an opening act that can draw. Do it just for the memories, the legacy. Michael, you can even have another band that has, you know, no association with Kiss's touring past per se, but a band like Rat. Where the crowd's going to know the tunes, 
You know what I mean? They're a good band. Tom Kiefer. What? Yeah, yeah. Tom Kiefer, great. Even get Cinderella back together for that for a tour. You know what I mean? Meaning well, that opening, Labar's. Well, no, I get that, but look, you know, we're just talking about Roth playing with, you know, obviously because Eddie's passed. But that's that's kind of where I'm getting at. You could get some of these guys. You could even get uh, a band like the Babies from the '70s. Yep. I mean, they're uh, the, uh, the reason being is that the people would know the songs, or most of the people in the crowd would know the bigger hits, and I think it would go over well. Uh, one of the the acts, I think. And I don't know what's going on in this, in this guy's personal life, but if there's a guy who could whip up an hour set that would make everybody happy is Billy Squire. Oh, God, yes. There's a perfect Billy Squire. But I'm also thinking, you know, it's like you could do a week's worth of dates with ZZ Top. You might even be able to get Sticks to do a few dates with you. Angel. You yeah, know, look, look, I, it's, it's, I like Angel, but they don't have hits. Well, but but again, this isn't about in my mind, it wouldn't be done for hits. It's about you put together this thing of kisses. It's the end of the road and they're looking back over their nearly 50 years. And here we are taking some amazing bands from our history and giving them one final nod of the hat to them, basically. Well, but that's why specifically the David Lee Roth show was so great. And I was mm -hmm. so happy that I got to see a few of them hit after hit. After oh hit. God, it was amazing. It Again, yeah. the, you're talking bang for the buck. Roth was incredible. A, he's Roth is fucking, he owned the stage and he had that witty banner going and they didn't even pause between song. It was song, 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 song. And every, it was like listening to, uh, you know, uh, how they used to have, you know, FM back in the day. Oh, it's a Van Halen weekend. You know, fuck, they played, you know. But, you know, if you want, if you, and we've talked about this way back when the tour was first starting, Punk can get Bruce Kulick's band to come out open and play nothing but 80s yep. kiss that Paul will not sing. Talk about an incredible night of kiss. I, I you know, that is an untapped reservoir because as anybody who's been on the kiss cruise, or even if you've watched some of the video from the kiss cruise, you're absolutely right. Michael, if they're going to have, you know, the painter. And again, for the eighth time, this episode, I have no problems. I'm the guy's great. He does a great job. But I think people in the audience would rather hear the 80s Kiss stuff with Bruce's band. You know, those guys knock it out of the park every time. And, and, and you know, I, I don't know. Like I said, I think that would be incredible. Yeah, I do, too. I mean, if, if, if that would be my first go to choice of somebody to open, it's like if Bruce Kulik and his band give them 30 minutes play only the 80s stuff that you know omitting tears are falling and lick it up but he can go he can go so deep into the rest of those albums from the 80s you can't tell me the audience wouldn't go crazy yeah and, and the other choice i would have made if i could make it and you couldn't get bruce's band because that'd probably be the first one would be um the night rangers I think people would, cause they know all the songs and they would have the crowd on their feet before that show. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, there's another band that's, that's toured with, with kiss yeah. in the past, 
yeah, let them come out. I mean, there's so much they could do. They could sit here and go, oh, let's get Vandenberg for one week. Okay, nobody's heard of that. I mean, granted, they had an album a year or two ago, but there's a great musician. There's a hit song in there, and I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe they just are to that point where it doesn't matter because the shows are going to sell out. So why put that extra effort into it? I'll tell you why. To make us happy. Well, that uh, yeah, from from our standpoint, I'll tell you why because that's what we would love. It's all about memories and emotions for us, you know, the band and the tour is probably like, ah, it's more work and we don't need to put more work in because guess what? The show is going to be sold out with a painter. Look, there are so many, again, even people that don't even figure into the kiss thing. I, I think they could get a Pat Benatar. I think they could get the version of foreigner that's touring. Yeah. My, 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 my point is you could get, music that an arena friendly crowd would love would also look good on the marquee and people would go hey foreigner and kiss it's gonna be a dynamite bill you know what i mean um ario speedway i mean they've got history with kiss another one of those acts who continues to tour that does have a connection to kiss that has just a boatload of fm hits again that'd be another great choice pat benatar wouldn't do it yeah that's my point i'm like man there's Oh, man, they, they, they could really, and I know um, uh, one of the, da, 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 Ann Wilson sometimes tours solo. Well, you know, and, I, and not, not, not that there's anybody original left in it, but they could get Molly Hatchet to open oh, I'd love a, that. a few shows. And tell me there's not a few hits that the classic rock crowd isn't going to recognize from Molly Hatchet. Right? I agree. I'm with you, Mike. I, I, again, there's all these things that also wouldn't bust the budget for, for the band. You know what I mean? It's not like you're, you know, let's face it. I, I think, I think getting someone like ZZ top would be a lot more expensive than getting Buck Terry. You're a hundred percent right. I mean, it, it would come down to, you look for the bands that are basically playing clubs and theaters that aren't even selling out on their own. They would love to get into an arena or, or a shed in front of 15, 20,000 people with Kiss and they'd make it happen. The Pat Benatars of the world, they're they're selling out the sheds on their own tours. You know, REO to some extent, yes. You know, even Sticks to some extent. But, you know, Billy Squire, you brought that there. That would be phenomenal. Great history with the band too. You know, yep. original Acoin uh, yep. signing opened the, you know, with Piper and, Again, you want to talk about just bringing the hits. He could he could bring a nice twelve Jesus, song he could set. Just, with he could just radio play, radio could, friendly one after play, play play his one album and everybody would love it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh, but 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 back to Dave. You know, it's you know it'll be sad when David Lee Roth is no longer performing. But it's also one of those things where, at least for me. I've sort of been prepared for this. It's going to be David Lee Roth. It's going to be Ario. It's going to be Sticks. It's going to be Aerosmith. We know it's Kiss. I mean, all of these bands are going to retire. They can't, you know, as Dave said, I, you know, I'm, what, what did he say about his shoes? He's, 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 um, how did he phrase it? Well, he was going to hang up the shoes. He's hanging up the shoes. Yeah. Hold on. But more important than that, said he risks, this is the cryptic part. 
you know, every time I go on stage, I'm risking. So is he have heart issues? I mean, well, it could be heart issues. It could just be joint issues. It could be severe arthritis. I mean, one wrong jump, one wrong kick. Not that he's the same David Lee Roth as he was 40 years ago, but you know, he's probably had doctors say, Hey Dave, you shouldn't be running around on stage. You know, the, your hips are going to go out on you. And, you know, I'm just mentally prepared. It's going to be a sad day when all these bands start retiring, but it's going to be very soon. Yeah, it's true. They just, they physically can't do it. I mean, you know, I'm 57. These guys are 70 plus. I don't know how the fuck they are doing it at that age. It's amazing. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, hats off to them that they've done it this long and that there's still interest. But I don't want them to become crippled because they wanted to do one more show for us. It's like they deserve to be able to right off into the sunset. right off into the sunset with their family and kids and and enjoy what they have left. Agree. Well, that's one thing, you know, everybody knows. And, and I don't think it's enough, I don't know, time in the spotlight or, you know, everybody from Steven Tyler and Joe Perry to Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, they don't have to do this. Nope. Not at all. Kiss did not need to do one more tour. And let's be honest, they didn't need to extend this tour because of COVID, they could have just said, you know what? It's just too much stress. It's too much BS. It's too much, whatever. Thank you very much. We're retiring. We'll do one final show in two years to say goodbye properly, but we're done. They didn't need to continue doing this to survive. I will will tell you, I think um, just, I was uh, searching around before the show started deep MF and purple new record you can pre-order it now. Those guys are well into their 70s. They're with Bob Ezrin. Sound name sound familiar? Again, yep. I, come on. I just again put out a four-song EP because I think it's either next month or a couple of, the new Nugent's coming out. You know Cheap Tricks going to be working on new music. Alice Cooper, you know Detroit Stories just a few months ago. Come on, guys. Sticks just released a new album. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, please. Maybe you can't tour, but go be that musician. Unless, and we've talked about this before, maybe they, you know, maybe they, as in Paul and Gene, don't have that desire to be a creative musician anymore. But, but Michael, on Record Store Day, which the next one is uh, Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, there's going to be an Aerosmith old school vinyl release and that's just something i already have on bootleg but it's new air i mean it's it's a new aerosmith release you get excited about it yeah that's my whole point you know that's all (laughs) give me something that i'm gonna want to walk into the record store and buy again look let's be fair they did do that earlier this year with the the live show from japan i would just like to I would, I just wish those would be more of a, I wish there was a schedule for them. You know, like we released this one in, in June because they don't cost a ton of money to do. 
how about every six months for the next, I don't know, or how about every record store day you release a live? Another soundboard recording. Yeah. Well, that's my whole thing. I, you know, if you guys, you know, rewind the calendar back to January and, and, and I said, Hey, you know what, kiss fans, there's going to be some cool stuff coming out. You know, the alive thing came out, the, um, the, the, the destroyer thing, you know, just, it was just announced the, uh, you know, from the soundboard, I knew that stuff was coming out. I was so excited. You know what I mean? And now it's like, okay, those things are, are out the, you know, next month, the destroyer one comes out. I'm ready for 20. I want more. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. I want to know, you don't have to tell me when or what it's going to be, but I'd love to know that, Hey, June of 2022 is going to be soundboard recording. Number two. Yes. You don't have to tell me what it is yet, but I just, that excitement of knowing there's going to be something new. Hey, the the response to the destroyer box that has been so phenomenal you guys the kiss army has convinced us to do this again we're planning the second box set not going to tell you when but we're hoping to have that out by christmas of 2022 you know that's the sort of stuff that as an old school music fan that's what gets you excited i mean as a kid that's what i'd sit and put on my calendar and i'd circle the date and it you know you know and leading up to that then you'd go in and start annoying the record store employees have you heard anything more about this is it coming is it coming well that's I, going back to earlier in the conversation that's what's such a downer about the kiss 2020 thing because i had that in the same you know wheelhouse i knew that was going to be one of the things coming out this year and so far it hasn't and that's frustrating Yep, And that's also something that they're not releasing in stores. I mean, it was a special thing. You had to order it. You know what I mean? And I feel sorry because I didn't get the real expensive one. There's there's the most expensive one it has a vinyl record of the show. I can only imagine. I would have been even more frosted if I hadn't gotten that yet. You know what I mean? And again, guys, you're thinking, oh, whatever, you're getting pissed. <laughs> it was recorded 10 months ago. Yep. I don't call me crazy. I don't think that's especially a live show. I could see if they had to, uh, you know, uh, go in and they were recording all new songs. I get it, but you know, that thing's done. We all heard the audio, you know, already. I, hell, I already have the audio, but I mean, I want my official product. That's all plain and simple. Yep. Yep. Tommy, any, let's do one more. All right. Well, this one, I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but I like the comment. And this comes from a post from last week where people put up that clip from Kids Are People Too. And on YouTube, it says Gene Simmons being annoyed by Peter, by Peter Chris questions, which is not accurate. So that went into this whole big debate. And one of the things in a sub chapter of all this, Danny Bigelow wrote to someone, he said, they're not haters. They're the stay in your lane types who want everything to stay the same and not have their childhood or teenage nostalgia messed with. He's speaking of people that only like the original four uh, or bands that want the classic lineup to stay together. The Rolling Stones said they would break up if Charlie Watts died. Well, look what happened here. Eagles hired Glenn Fry's son and the money machine is back up and running. Just slap a video up as an homage to the, like the who did or the monkeys are doing and they're the paying fans are just fine with it. And with ABBA, 
all KISS has to do now is go in front of a green screen with VR suits and they can go on tour indefinitely as avatars. That's totally fine. I mean, yeah. I get, I totally um, understand and appreciate what he's saying, but at the same time, it all comes back to vote with your wallet. If exactly. you don't, if you do not like it, pissing and moaning on a Facebook group isn't going to change one Anything. thing. Going to change.org and starting a petition to make KISS bring Peter, Chris, and Ace Fraley back isn't going to change one thing. The only thing that will change it is you stop buying stuff. Don't buy, don't, don't buy a ticket to the end of the road tour and then complain that there's no Ace and there's no Peter. Because guess what? That ticket was your vote that you approve what they're doing. Yeah, and, and I can tell you, I saw two full arenas and one full amphitheater in the three shows I saw last week. And I saw nothing but people smiling and happy to be there. Yeah. So you I mean, can hate it all you want if you're original for a person. And that's fine. But just turn the channel. Walk but yeah, away. That, well, that's it. Walk away, turn the channel, go enjoy what you did enjoy. But you also have to be, let's be honest, you've got to be smart enough to realize that what was happening in 1976 will never be recreated in 2021. We'll never approach that. I mean, we've we've always joked in the past how people are like, well, gee, if Ace was in the band, the, the you know, Kiss would be selling out stadiums. Um, I love, you know, the the Facebook group that shall remain unnamed always is posting, you know, today in history. And a bunch of them were some recent farewell tour shows. And one of them was, I don't know if it was Mountain View or I don't remember where it was. But it was like 5,000 people out of 12,000 capacity. And, you know, my comment was, gee, if only Ace Fraley had been in the band, this Sorry. show would have been sold out. Oh, wait a second. You mean, yeah, the whole farewell tour had your original four. Original four. Nobody else. And the reality, and you may not like this reality, but it is true. It's by the end of that tour, the shows were crap performances attendance was absolute crap it didn't matter if it was the original band people were not buying the tickets so don't think just putting two guys back in a band kiss or name any band out there that you love is going to bring back what you loved it's not it's never going to bring back you know, we've talked about this every time Kiss would record an album and Gene and Paul would go, oh, this is going to be as good as Destroyer. No, it's not. It can never be as good as what you did back in the 70s. Impossible. Even with the same producer, the same songwriters, the same musicians, you can't recapture that. So go back and enjoy the 70s. Let those who enjoy now enjoy it. And everybody is happy. I mean, that's that's the reality of it. We're not hating on Ace and Peter at all. And certain 
just the opposite. We're going to see A's. We love A's. Yeah, we've never had problems with them. I always sit here and go, listen, Peter Chris's drum solo on Alive 2 is the greatest drum solo I've heard. I love that drum solo. Look at the time. Look at the time. All kidding aside, you know what? Peter's never given us a tour. I mean, at least Ace still tours. Ace still releases, you know, records. Albeit the last couple were, you know, the covers. Who cares? It was still something to get into. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I mean, Peter, after leaving Kiss, correct me if I'm wrong, the only tour he's ever done was the Bad Boys tour, right? No, he went out. No, he did uh, the cat, the the cat tour. Okay, yeah. but but he, he never did. He, put it this way: within, if put it if you were a hardcore Peter Chris fan, it would have been you would have been a very unhappy person because he never toured. No, and, that's the point. Compare it. Compare what Ace did, starting basically when Ace's solo album came out in '87. Ace was one of those bands where it's like count on him touring every year as a solo artist every year and you know what like his set list now or not it's pretty confident that he's going to be touring still to this day where's and and again peter might be enjoying his retirement and god bless him if he is he deserves it he deserves to be at peace and happy and not out there schlepping in a van and playing dives but he never really had a solo career post Kiss. Nope. Not a viable one. No. Released a few albums, but yeah. Never made what I would consider a real attempt like Ace did. So, again, enjoy the originals. Love those memories. Just be smart enough to realize you can't recreate that you can't make that happen again just by putting two people up on that stage because the sad truth is that did happen there's a pretty good chance you would walk away being very disappointed Mm -hmm. i agree so all right homework for this week first one uh what's coming out first the magic book or kiss 2020 goodbye what other homework should we anything we talked up the flagpole anything anything we talked about today okay make a comment you know and i encourage you to go to the three sides of the coin group page and get involved lots of discussions going on there it's pretty much a free-for-all people we get we get a bad rep for being you know band hammers but our Facebook group, you can go post whatever you want. And, and as long as the discussions don't go way off the rails, we just stay out of it and let you guys and girls talk about whatever you want. Right. Amen. True. Hey, guys, I got to run. All right. So All right. let's let's wrap this up. Mark, thank you. Tommy, thank you. We'll see everybody. Not next week because you two guys aren't here. You love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.